Live from uh, from Atlanta. Normally he's sitting in front of us. This this kind of stinks. But live from Atlanta, third time in the Bit Cave. And and Brad, when you used to come around the Bit Cave, some of those early episodes were rough. But we still kept the ones with you in them because that's how much we love you. Anyway, um, I call him Brad, but everyone knows him as uh, as Sleepy Reap. Uh, welcome to the cave, bro. Yeah, so this is going to be a good night because instead of sitting there in front of you in your living room trying to figure out what I've been doing, I can actually look at my library and say, oh, yeah, I've done this and that, and it's been awesome. So what have you been playing? Man, so I'm telling you, I know you don't have a PC to play all of these Steam indie games, but some of the ones I've been playing that are to note are Big Pharma. If you've recognized the title, I do not. Is that about selling drugs? Uh, it is a. Oh my god! How to describe it? It's kind of a build the right way to simulate the drug. Plus, I, I don't know how to describe the game. I'm telling you, Big Pharma. Check it out. Only on Steam. Uh, let me look here. I got it pulled up here in my library. I know it's. I know it's not on the one, but it might be coming. It's one of those that looks like an old school PC. And Tyler, probably you won't know this, but like a bullfrog style game. Okay, that sounds fun though. And I technically Eric does have a PC. Prison it's, Architect it's is a, it, Prison Architect is another one I would describe in the same style. Never played that either. I thought you had played Prison Architect. Prison no. Architect? No, I played The Escapist. Oh, okay. Hours I've got on that game. Because I have, I have got 52 hours on Prison Architect. So is it like SimCity except you build a prison? Not at all. No. Nope. Okay. Ex- explain it to me because I've never played it before. Uh, <clears throat> again, it's, it's in the Bullfrog style uh, simulator mentality, which is... A uh, really 8-bit retro style focused on management. And so, and, and, and I've been a backer of Prison Architect for three years now. It comes out, it should come out this month. I think October is its release date. But uh, I've, been a, I've been a backer for two plus years. And, and basically what happens is this. You design prison cells. They've introduced a variety of different structures since they've started this game. And now, the smaller the cell, the medium the cell, the bigger the cell, the better the prisoner feels about it. But you end up designing this prison around who can access the shower, who can get to the, the uh, you know, cafeteria, who can get to the common area who can get to see their mom and dad it is just such an interesting i don't know it it, it makes you feel like you're representing the american prison democracy that exists is that you know (laughs) 
that sounds like way too much micromanagement <laughs> for me, man. But I, I understand the appeal of those games. It's like, one of those nine dollar games that <clears throat> you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, we uh we really are liking Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, but that's hard as shit, dude. I told you, I told you that was gonna be great. Have you played it? Oh yeah. Okay. I've been following that for a while. Do, are you playing it with Emily or No, 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 no. I play by myself. The the thing about that game is it's neat to follow the story of what it really takes to publish a game these days. Have you read all that? No, I haven't. Oh, man. These guys came out uh game conference, I don't know, 18 months ago, two years ago. I don't remember when it was. And they were all like, woohoo, we're going to launch this game this year. We're kicking ass. Everything fucking rocks. And then they hit the reality of how shit of a slog it is to launch a game these days. And, you know, I think what's such a great thing about that title and why everybody should rush to buy it is even if you play it or not, it's a representative of what a what a trial it is to bring a game to market these days if you're not a huge developer and just how difficult it's become for the indie. I think it's kind of uh, uh, it's a good representative of where we're at today. But don't you think, at least compared to times past, and maybe this isn't a fair question because we have internet access now, but there are way more indie games. There's way more indie launching on the one than there was in the first two, three years on the 360. There is, but it. I, There's, I, I can't keep up anymore. There's like six new games a week. There is, but I think that I think it just continues to be more difficult for everybody. Anyway, I think the quality. I haven't seen anything that really stands out in the last few weeks. Have you? No, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. I played uh, Guns Gore and Cannoli this morning, and it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're releasing 30 titles a month just because you can, eh, quality versus quantity, I don't know. No, I, I completely agree, and there's a lot of the indie titles that come out that I'll I'll look at the preview of the game and be like, ugh. Well, here's the real problem me and you have been talking about is the quality of these AAA titles is fuck sakes, dude. I told you about Rory, how difficult and how I thought the game played fine, but what a disappointment. The game bucks. played fine, but it sixty bucks for And here we are. Tony, and I asked you about I was standing there looking at Tony Hawk yesterday and I texted you, I was like, Should I buy this? Nope. Oh, I, I did a little bit of research for the cast today. Not only I watched about an hour of video and there's an embargo on the reviews right now. So the major websites aren't allowed to review the game. But I went and looked for the fan reviews. The first review that pops up on Gamefly says, don't even waste the postage. <laughs> and for what a, a $60 title, yeah. I mean, t- talk to me about that, the, Brad. That's, that's, that's serious. Yeah, and that's the game we've wasted a lot of time on. That series used to be like my Madden every year. I would buy Tony Hawk the day it came out, and I almost bought it this morning. I was there. Yep. That's why I asked. Yeah, no, and I I haven't gotten it yet. I'm definitely not going to get it. I probably will get it from Gamefly just to try it. The mechanics of the game look solid. A lot of the complaints I read today were that it looks like a PS2 title, which it does. Uh, You always have to be online. Yeah. So you're always in a room in a lobby that slows you down and lags you. And you know, Tony Hawk, you can't have lag. 
as long as the always online doesn't get in my shit, I could give a fuck about that. Yeah, but imagine right. being always online and always in a lobby with other people. Let's get back to talking about this list of games here on my Steam. So, Tyler, I know this motherfucker hadn't played this, but King's Quest. I have What do you think about the new version of that? I know Tyler's been on that. No, I haven't. You've been playing that? Yes. Oh, did they launch it on multiple whatever They launched it on the Xbox One. Damn sure Uh, they were playing it. I thought it was PC only. Ah, Sorry, man. In fact, I'm probably the one who hasn't been playing it. So. I'm I'm the one, uh, Brad, on Sunday. I played through Until Dawn in one city. <clears throat> That's one of those that reminds me of back in the day. I really have enjoyed that. Have you been playing Until Dawn? No, no, I was talking about King's Quest. Oh, King's Quest, okay. Okay, no, King's. I think they did a good job with King's Quest. I haven't finished it, have you? No, I have not. Yeah, I think they did a good job with it. Um, do you have a PS4 or are you still avoiding that? No, 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 no. I bought one when I, um, I thought I told you I got a Target 25, 20% off the PS4 with Last of Us, and I used my 5% Target card, so ended up getting it for like 340 bucks. You have to play Until Dawn. I've played, uh, I've played a whole bunch of different indie titles on that. I have to go look at them, but. No, it's not indie. It's it's one of their big swinging for the fences Sony exclusives. Oh shit! I don't know how I missed that because I bought most of those. You play a horror movie, and the decisions you make determine who. Like you start off with eight teenagers, and the decision you make determines who lives or dies. Man, what is this? When did you buy a PlayStation Four? I, I didn't. Tyler bought one, and then we bought until dawn last Saturday, and Tyler left it here Sunday, yeah. and I woke up in the morning and powered it on and played through in one sitting. Old school style. So this is this kind of looks like uh, Resident Hill. Resident Evil. No, 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 no. Silent Hill. Hill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Resident Hill. We should make our own game called Resident, Resident Hill. Hill. Well, I'm sitting here on their website trying to look for a launch date. How did I miss this? You know, I don't know how you missed it. Trust me, it was one of the games that made me want to buy a PS4. All right, well I'll go get it. That and the Uncharted Collection, I think, came out this week. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I still think Uncharted 1 is still weak at best. Uncharted 2 and 3, I, I played those. I have them on the PS3, and they haven't improved that much, so big deal. 2 is uh, two is one of the best games ever made, in my opinion. Well, you just like the beginning of that with the train. No, I like the train in the middle. Like the, I think it's level 9. The train fight where you start off and you're in a desert and you pop out of the train and it's winter. Uh, that, that scene blew me away. Huh. That scene absolutely blew me away. But no, I haven't uh, I haven't sprung for a, a PS4 yet. I've actually been playing uh, a lot of Wii U Mario Maker. Yep, got that. We, uh, we've we been playing that and we Alexis still plays a shit ton of Splatoon. I have never played Splatoon. Do you like it? Is it up your alley? I haven't touched it. I mean, she won't let me. I, I'm telling you, dude, I hadn't I hadn't gotten near the consoles in a while because of it. Wow, she, she's an addict. It sounds like it, um, I, and I've heard it's a really good game. Amanda told us that it was a really good game. Yeah, Amanda said it was good. Carlos and his like family, his brother and everyone they they play it. So new maps, new weapons, new this, new that. 
constantly adding stuff, you know, that's what keeps people coming back. What did you think about Mario Maker? Man, that's a, that's the coolest shit I've seen in a while. Is is it not? Do you play the, um, I'm so hooked on the 100 Mario mode. <coughs> Have you tried that yet? I, honestly, I don't know if I've sat down and, and played it that much. I, 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 uh, I put it in front of these kids more than I do anything and watch it. Okay. So, no, I can't say I have. You need to try a run-through of a 100 Mario mode tonight. Right. You will you will absolutely love it. It's basically 16 levels, Brad, all made by the community. If you get to a level you get stuck on or that you don't like, all you have to do is swipe the Wii pad and you're on to the next level. And it's just amazing to see some of the creations that That's people have come up with. So it constantly builds a random playlist for you, basically. Exactly. That you can skip at will. And play. That's brilliant. Yeah. I haven't built shit yet, man. I should call it Super Mario Player because I haven't built a level. All I've done is play other people's awesome stuff. It's funny because that's all I've done is build levels. I actually haven't played any. See? You're 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 the engineer, man. I'm the the time waster. (laughs) All I've done is tweak ass... I feel like I have built the baddest ass, uh, you know, castle level of all time. That's funny. That's you need all to I... give me your. Uh, you need to give me your Wii name. I'll become your friend and I'll try your levels out. It's either Sleepy Reaper or the Sleepy Reaper, depending on if that motherfucker in the UK got my name before I did. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm Sleazy MFE, exactly like my Xbox gamer card. I think no, nobody misses that. <laughs> Nintendo's really weird, and I think you still have to add people by, like, their friend code, though. No, I was able to add um, one of my friends the other day, and it added her just fine. It must just be uh, the handhelds, the DSs you have to add by friend code. I thought there was a friend code for the Wii U, too, but it turns out I don't think there is, because I was able to add someone the other day. Okay, cool. Based on username, just like on the Xbox. That's awesome. Are you rocking the new uh, Xbox One dashboard yet, Brad? I haven't gotten mine yet. I know it'll be here any day. Oh, man. Uh, I've had it for several weeks, yes. Well, I signed up the day it came out, and they were like, this will be on your console within the next month. But it still hasn't downloaded yet. Well, I mean, I tell you, some of the greatest things about being an internal employee is, no lie, I got an email the other day that said, hey, we noticed your console crashed, and we didn't get the whole log. Uh, format a memory stick, do this, do this, do this, and upload it to us and help make Xbox great. And I thought, man, this is the coolest shit ever. (laughs) So uploaded a bunch of my crash logs, but yeah, absolutely. I've been running the new console and the new dashboard and it's, um, you, you've probably read a lot of reviews that said, you know, it, it starts to take a, take that same, uh, what do they call it, XMB, the cross-media dashboard that uh, PlayStation introduced. But works for me. Yeah. I haven't had, it seems I, like I, it's I, a lot quicker to move yeah. around on it. I like it. No problems. Yeah. I'm a big Sony fan, so, I mean, the cross-media bar was... I, I've loved it. <laughs> So I'm totally cool with it. Well, and that's what you'll see with this, right, is it'll be across the top with your shoulder buttons and straight to the left is all the, you know, I guess, dashboard commands that you would expect. Chat, 
create a message, start a game. Start it looked a-, a lot more streamlined. Instead of the big, I mean, it's amazing when you look back at some of the early Xbox 360 dashboards to where it's at today. Wow. What a difference. Oh, completely. Um, and wow. I'm, I'm really used to, uh, I'm really used to the one I have now and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to like this one even better based on the video I watched today. Well, and that's what's in, you know, I'm, I'm <coughs> people talk about the stability and the uptime and whatnot and what you get with $4 a, a month, you know, when you pay for the service, which I think is what average, what everybody pays. But, um, I mean, I think it's pretty solid. Oh, I've, I've always thought. It and that's not coming it. from somebody who just works for the company. It, I, I pay for PSN as well. And I, I tell you, just the fact that you get some free games every couple of months, that pays for it in itself on both networks. I got no complaints. Which, between the two consoles, who do you think gives the better free games? Because I've heard Sony still gives a lot more. And I don't know about I don't nah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, the problem is, is you and I probably bought most of the Xbox games before they've gone free. Uh, when Tomb Raider dropped to $15, I bought it, and it went free two weeks later. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's our problem, is that you and I, we're kind of skewed at, at, at saying what's the best value, because we're going to pay 60 bucks before it goes. Yeah, I dropped, uh, I dropped 60 bones on Metal Gear. Did you play that? Uh, Metal Gear, you're talking about the new Metal Gear, right? Shadow Phantom Pain. Pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, I played that, I, I picked it up the day it came out, absolutely. Oh, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's blowing me away. That's an early front runner for me for Game of the Year. Yeah, Emily, Emily told me that you said you read a, you wrote a good review about that. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I haven't finished it yet, I'm not even close, but talk about thinking a game wasn't going to be great, and then it's blowing me away. Yeah, it's kind of got that Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption plus uh, Red Dead. Ninja Gaiden plus, you know, I mean, it's like a mix of a bunch of games, right? I like how when you're about to get busted, it gives you like three seconds to headshot the guy before he sounds the alarm. It adds so much good tension. And like, even if you fuck up, you can get out of a bad situation. Yeah, but still, it... it, it It'll frustrate the fuck out of you when you spend 15 minutes getting into something and you still fuck it up and you're like, God damn it, I gotta start this motherfucker over. Yeah, but that's the part of the game I think that's the best. When it goes off the rails and you do have to go hot with your weapons and it's un- <laughs> unscripted and you're having to escape. And yeah, like, but oh, I'm it's so good. That is. My problem, maybe, set, maybe what's cool about the game is that that affects the rest of the stage. Because now when you go to the next part, it's everybody's at a medium alert. Oh, no, I know. And uh, that's what I love about it, though. It's it's one of the best open-world action games I've ever played. Yeah, uh, solid title. I agree. What, what, uh, right, so it's, I mean, it's already October. What are kind of, kind of your frontrunners for Game of the Year? Because I think we pretty much have uh, Fallout left, maybe Halo 5. Other than that, I'm not seeing anything... There's going to be some indies in the next three months, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of starting to form my list. Uh, Metal Gear, Witcher, uh, Until Dawn, those are kind of, and Mario Maker. Those would be top four right now. Fallout. All right, I got 
I mean, that's the problem. <clears throat> it's like, uh, what is it, the Emmys or the Oscars, where you've had a solid year of all these awesome movies, and all of a sudden somebody shows up on Christmas Day and wins it, right? So do you think Fallout's going to be that, that Christmas winner? Of course it is. I mean, it's, it's, it, you and I have talked about the shoe-in that Call of Duty becomes, you know? Yeah. What do you think about Call of Duty not even launching with a campaign on the old consoles this year? What do you think about FIFA 16 getting a 9? Oh, it's it's almost as bad as Destiny the Taken King getting a 9. I thought I got an 8. Nah, 9 in IGN. I bought that game just because I keep buying into it. And I do enjoy a shooter... And I do enjoy an MMO, and I just seem to keep just enjoying. I, 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 I don't know what it is about it. You know, it's kind of like crack. You don't want to do it, but you keep doing it. <laughs> I really don't have a frame of reference there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I I didn't do it. I'm not going to buy it. There's too much good you stuff. Didn't buy it. Really? No. God, no. Really? Not again, man. Well, what do you think about the Forza game I bought you, other than it was free? It's unbelievable. The water effects in that game are mind-blowing. They never stop, dude. Forza is a great racing game. Oh, it's I. It's one of the best games, best racing games I've played in a long time. As soon as I got on a track where it was raining and there was active puddles on the track and I saw they had, how they affected the physics of the car, oh my god. And the... I mean, I think it has more cars than any other Forza game. Unlike Forza 5, they actually had tracks this time. I don't think I've played a repeat track yet. And there was like eight tracks in Forza 5. Oh, no, Forza's mind-blowing, man. Thank you again. That was uh, that was mighty nice of you to... Uh, I like Horizon 2. Horizon 2 is great. I liked Horizon 2 as well, but I think I like Forza 6 better. Uh, there, it's a it's a little bit of a different game because it's so driven race driven versus open market driven. Um, but but yeah, having uh, I, I think what bothers me about mm, let me let me say it this way, I'm glad I work at Microsoft because what did it cost me fifty bucks for us to get both of those games? That would have cost two hundred dollars, right? Oh, easily, because you didn't just send me just Forza. Like, I'm a Forza VIP. Exactly, and that's the, the that's the experience that really makes it so awesome, you know? And I think it's unfortunate that we, we, we've turned to a $60 game plus $40 of DLC to get it right. What do you think about, uh, did you see the, the model that they're doing for Hitman? Never been a big Hitman guy, so no. Well, they can, they're going to have a, two packages. You can buy the full game for 60 bucks, or you can get like six levels and two open-world level, levels for 30 uh. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the direction things are going, they're gonna, it, it's going to start being more like a salad bar, like, uh. but where, where every item costs something. It's all going to be a la carte, man. That's, I mean, the microtransactions are going to take over. I'm not sure that I mind that. That's it's kind of interesting because there might be certain things that I really like about a game that I want to just play, but I don't want to play a full game. It does give you a chance to try it for thirty dollars. Yeah, well, that'd suck if you have to. I like what they've done with EA Pass. I think EA Pass is worth every penny. 
Yeah. Man, that has worked out really well, hasn't it? I love it. The fact we're going to get Battlefront a week early for ten hours. Uh, there's a part of me that make that that I think EA is so successful just because they want to tell Sony fuck you. Yeah, I I don't know. My big beef with EA is the fact that most of it's sports titles. And it's old. Yeah, I'm not a big yeah. But think about who they're marketing that to. Seriously. Oh, no, I know. I, I We don't represent 40% of the base. No, I know we're not the, uh, we're definitely not the intended demographic for Madden. Uh, we've never been sports gamers, but it seems like that's a lot of EA's focus. But I'm sure that's because that's where EA makes a lot of their money. Well, that's what I said. It was 40%, right? You're going yeah. to get that base. Definitely. Without a doubt, you are. Um, are you excited about Battlefront? Yeah, because Alexis wants to play it, and there's a part of me that wants to buy like another Xbox or figure out the ability to be able to network it at home. Can you still do that with the one? Uh, I, you know, I haven't really looked into it to be honest with you, but but yeah, Battlefront excites me from the fact that everybody's interested. What's bizarre though is no campaign. Well, I don't give a shit about that, but, I mean, what's bizarre is the general mass marketing around Star Wars these days. Holy shit. Well, of course. I mean, we've got a new movie coming out in December. Mass pandemonium, dude. Yeah. Uh, did you go out on uh, on the Star Wars Toy Day? Force Friday? <laughs> I did not. I didn't either, because I knew I would spend way too much money. Are you excited about the movie? Oh, man, everybody here is pumped about it, for sure. Are you guys going to go up any night? Well, I don't know about that. Little kids, <laughs> no. That's understandable. I mean, I'm going to try to take my little kid to go see. I mean, it's, it, it's what, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, something like that, right? No, it's the 17th. I'm no. pretty sure. The 17th or the 19th. It's not on Christmas. No, no. Hateful Eight comes out on Christmas Day. We'll probably go after the fact. Let's put it that way. Yeah, after things have calmed down. Right. I'm going to, uh, I'll go see it with Doug early, and then I'll go see it again when things have calmed down, too, kind of like I did with Avengers. Old Star Wars. I and hope it's good. Batting titles. What are we talking about here? Uh, we were just talking about Battlefront, man. Have, have another beer, Brad. What are you thinking? Uh, I'll talk about whatever you want to, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we've, we've been playing a variety of games. It's been an interesting house over here. We, PlayStation... We, we we bought um we bought Disney Infinity 3.0 on the PlayStation simply because we got Boba Fett and that is one of my kids like addiction so gotta buy it. Did the figures? Did you have it on the PlayStation? The figures work with any system, right? Exactly. I thought about buying it on the Xbox to be able to get the achieve, even though I got the figures on the PlayStation. Well, yeah, you can. All you have to do is get the pool for the Xbox, I right? I know, yeah. How much yeah. do you want to sink into it? Oh, I mean, shit. That's what I was saying last week. But, Lego Dimensions is great, man. but ugh, so I, much I, money. It, it, it came with access to whatever the Death Star you know, uh, uh, set is that comes with that. And what an outstanding, what an outstanding game. I loved it. Every bit of it. Really? Oh yeah, dude! Flying a snow speeder, flying a 
a Millennium Falcon through an asteroid belt, being able to pilot through Endor. It was one of those games where I didn't care if it was a B plus or even a C plus. I enjoyed every bit of it. What do you think about Lego Dimensions? I hadn't played it. I've been looking at it, and I don't know if I want to spend the money into it. It's but it does have steep. a Simpson. It has a Simpson set, which makes me uh Simpsons and Back to the Future, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Wizard of Oz. They've got some decent properties. I'm uh, stoked cool. for Doctor Who, man. Uh, but I've heard it's not much different than a normal Lego game. Of course, yeah. Uh, and the, I mean, the starter set shit is a hundred dollars. Is it really? I looked today because I wanted the starter set and Back to the Future, and it was going to be a hundred and forty bucks after tax. I keep I uh, see it at Target. I was there earlier today, and I didn't even really look at the price. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, this, if the starter set was sixty dollars, I don't know. I don't. I don't think a hundred's worth it. Like a Skylander starter set is sixty. It looks like a Stargate portal. Yeah, and I heard there's a lot of having to move around, the characters around on the actual portal, which would piss me off. I don't want to stand up and move shit around while I'm playing. Wow. It's not a wireless portal by now? I don't think it is a wireless portal. Is the portal for Disney Infinity 3.0 Brad wireless? No, no, no. It's still a wired thing that comes... I bet the Lego one is You don't have to buy the portal. You can buy the game and use your old, your old thing. Yeah, because every time they come out with a new Skylanders, they come out with a new portal that you have to put money on. I don't understand why they can't just Bluetooth that shit. I don't Disney, know. Disney's the same, but it's still wired. Yeah, no, Jake's got a... Jake just got 3.0, so I want to check it out. I didn't realize it had that much Star Wars focus, because I thought Disney Infinity 2.0 was terrible. Oh my god, the Star Wars in 3.0 is fantastic. You're making me want to play it, but did you like 2.0? I thought it was highly disappointing and not not a lot of content. No, you need... I'm going to tell you something. If you went and spent 60 or 70 bucks buying your own playset tomorrow and played it tomorrow, you would be glad you did. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, and I can borrow some figures from Jake. He's got all of the Avengers and stuff like that, so that'd be cool. Yeah, and who cares what figures you got? I mean, the ones it comes with, you can level them up and use what you got. Big deal. Yeah, just like Skylanders works. I guess just like, don't the Amiibos do something similar? The problem is the best value you're going to find is on the PlayStation 4. Why? Because of Boba Fett? Because of Boba Fett. comes with the extra set. comes with a full, a full package, yeah. Boba Fett, I think, comes out on the Xbox next year. Yeah, there's been a lot of timed exclusives that Sony gets first, but then we get six months later. I don't like that at all. It's the way market is today, isn't it? Yeah, but it seems like when Xbox gets exclusives, they're permanent. They don't go to Sony. Brad, what are you doing? Unwrapping fucking candy bars? No way, man. I'm drinking a beer. It's, it sounds like you're either unwrapping candy or like putting together kindling for a fire. Can you not look at me? I thought I had this video camera on. I thought you were looking at me the whole time. No, we, we're not looking at you at all. We just do the audio. We, we don't ever look at our guests. You can nah. be doing whatever, man. That's what, like I said, it, it sounds like you're getting ready for Halloween. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm glad I put pants on then. Yeah, no kidding. No, there, there will be no video of this episode published, so. Awesome. 
Um, so what else are you playing? You said you've got your whole library there in front of you, and and you started off the episode naming two titles I've never even heard of. There's got to be some other gems that you're looking at. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's look at the recently played list. Galactic Civilizations 3.0, uh, if anybody played that. King's Quest, This War of Mine, Big Pharma, like we mentioned. What's This War of Mine? Oh, man. I thought I told you about that game. I don't think you did. Nope. Okay, so the idea is during the Kosovo-Serbian conflict, it was the longest siege on a civilian city of any war of any time. And the poverty and the strife that that caused created such an internal uh, civilian inner city conflict that nobody ever really talks about that part of a war. And so this war of mine is a simulator about different people's perspectives, their aspects, their attributes, and how they would react in a war-torn house during that conflict. And it is one of the most interesting games I've ever played. That really sounds out there. (laughs) Right? No, it does. Like that, I, I don't think I've ever played anything like that. This war of mine. I'm telling you, that's why you should play Steam, dude. No, I I know. I just I I only have time for. I mean, I barely have time for the for the to play everything on the one. Right. I haven't finished The Witcher. I'm not even close to finishing Metal Gear. Um, the last thing I beat was the uh, the Gears of War Ultimate Edition on Insane with Mac. That's the last thing I finished. Yeah, I scrape. You're right. I scraped the surface of all those titles as well because what I end up doing is sitting in front of my PC and playing these simple games that have an amazing heart wrenching story. Kind of like um, the free game this month on Xbox, Valiant Hearts, which I highly recommend, was on my top ten last year. I'm so glad the two of you. That I think that's one of our first bit faced. Yeah, yeah I think we Valiant did talk Hearts. about Valiant Hearts. Uh, that's free now. I mean, I, I highly recommend I, everyone get it. And you two talked me into playing it. And and Eric, you know me. I'm one to play many games. I I'm one to finish very few. And uh, that, that was one true. once that I finished all the way through, and I'm very thankful I did. And what a fantastic title. Amazing title. In fact, anyone out there listening, if you do have an Xbox One, it is free. There is no excuse not to at least give Valiant Hearts a try. It's uh, a very unique experience. I'm pretty much, I think that's what we told you guys a year ago. We'll tell you again today that, yeah, Valiant Hearts is highly worth it. So is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Absolutely. Um, if you're looking for a good indie title to play there, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that, and I'm still enjoying it. That's uh, got to be hard as hell to play. And solo, again, though. I heard the AI though is good. Is that true, story, Brad? Read the story about what it takes to bring a game to market. Those guys who brought that game to market have a great documentary around what it really takes. So be sure to check that out too. I'll check out the documentary now. How is the AI? Because Tyler and I have never played not co-op. No shit, yeah. Have you made it past the first boss? I have not. 
We haven't either. <laughs> we we haven't now. Granted, we only tried like we we three attempts, three four times, attempts. Yeah. But it's hard as shit, dude. Yeah, we'll hype the game out, but I mean, we obviously haven't played enough to. Yeah, I, I'd like to finish it, but I've heard that the difficulty spikes even harder later yeah, on. Yeah, I mean so. that's my problem is it, the AI expects you to drive, and man, I don't know if I if it focuses where I want it to do. I haven't figured it out. Yeah, I heard that you have to like it's a wheel system to command the AI, right? Yeah, to, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, so you have to command the AI while you're flying. That's cool. Um, That's awesome. There was a game, uh, I don't know, you guys don't play a lot of hand. Well, replays handhelds. But if you've ever heard of it, it's called The World Ends With You. And it's, That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was an old DS title. Okay. And essentially, um, you had two characters, and you had to control both. The top screen character using, um, like, the directional pad, what what direction you hit would control what moves you did. And then the bottom character, you dragged little pins to do different attacks and had to dodge on both characters. And it was just hard controlling two people at once. So that's kind of what that reminds me of, though. So I would try it solo. Yep. We can we can pop it up after the cast tonight if you want to give it a try after we get some food. Yeah, I'm starving. Okay, but um, did you get a did you get Mega Man Collection Rape? Oh, absolutely. Have you finished any of them yet? Nope, not a one. Okay, I'm almost done with three. I've beat two. Uh, yeah, you said you beat two by memory, and <laughs> two is the one I remember, and I still I had a blast, dude. I'm impressed. I, I did two by memory. Uh, three is a little bit harder. I've dabbled in four, five, and six, and good God, they just get harder and harder. Your skills are much better than mine. I, I don't know about that, man. When you were here last time, you you were beating the crap out of me at Ali Ali. So Ali Ali. <laughs> I was uh, I was playing Ali Ali on my uh, I have Ali Ali two on the uh, Vita. It's playing that right. on the plane. It's it's really good. They add a manual into it, so you can manual in between the objectives now. It's pretty neat. Uh, I don't know if that's ever come to the Xbox, but you can definitely get it on your PS4. Agree, uh, solid game. One of my uh, I think that's what made me buy the the Vita was because of you because of that game. Yeah, no, the Vita is uh, the the Vita is good to travel. I don't play it a lot around the house because I've got the, nope. the one, but the Vita is good to travel. I haven't. I don't use it anything other than being on a plane. Yeah, that's when I that's when I use it too. You're still traveling a lot. You haven't been out this way recently, though. I have not. Actually, I haven't traveled at all, man. The only travel I do is to to Alabama. So, n- no trips to Colorado, no trips to Seattle, no no fun trips at all. Oh, man, that stinks. We we were we were hoping we were going to have you out here like every month, like it seemed like for a little while. So and that's the way the beginning of the year worked out, wasn't it? Oh, it was it was it was absolutely incredible. Well, you know, you're always welcome here. You haven't even been to the New Bit Cave, so uh, I was going to say you moved. I think since the last time I was there, I did move into a much much nicer apartment. Well, instead of the house, what's that? I thought you were moving into a house. No, no, I will. I I don't think I'll ever buy a house again. Maybe when I'm like ninety. 
I don't like being tied down anywhere. Well, I mean, you know, Scott, I'll tell you, sometimes it makes more sense to rent than to, to actually buy out a place. Completely. No, Scott. Scott's a smart guy. So I hear you. What else are you playing right now? What else are you excited about? I got a whole list here in front of me. I'm looking through it. I'm thinking. Uh, we talked about Big Pharma. Uh, Game Dev Tycoon. I played a little bit of that recently. You've got so many titles I've never even heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of like simulators. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my big things is being able to control and micromanage a little society. You know, I love I love all that train, you know, train similar tycoon and 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 theme hospital. And uh, I just like all those management simulators. See, I guess I never, ever got into any of that. Reap was the one playing house when he was a kid. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. But the crazy shit is, is I look at this game list and it reminds me of my music list, which is little country, little rock, little pop, little hip hop, little R&B, little cool, little old, little new. Little I'm looking at this list. Right, I'm looking at this list. Now. Age of Empires 2, Age of Wonders 3, Banished, Big Pharma, Brawlhalla, Castle Crashers, Castle Storm. City Skyline. I mean, I've got a list of crazy-ass eclectic games, you know? Did you get your uh, your free copy of Castle Crashers on the one? It was mighty nice of them to do that for us. Yeah. My problem is I probably bought it and didn't remember buying it. No, it, like, I think if... I don't, I don't know if you had to have it on the 360 or not, but I got it for free on the Xbox One. It didn't cost me a penny. You know, the crazy thing to me is I look at this game, I look at this list, and some of these big titles, a couple that pop out to me, Godus, Goddess, uh, Eric, you probably don't know it, but nope. Tyler, you recognize that, right? Goddess, G-O-D-U-S? Yep, that's the, uh, it's one of those kind of, uh, it's another one of those God-style games where you control, you build uh, units and stuff, right? Like Populous? Exactly. Well, lot, kind of, yeah, kind of a exactly, lot of popular. It's the same, same creators, same backing, same studio, same everything. But what's interesting to me is I'm looking at this title, and this is one of those games that had the backing of a big name who faded away six, eight, ten months ago, and yet still kind of lives on, thrives on through a small community and may end up being a decent game but you know it's one of those that i backed early and didn't turn out to be the title i thought it was going to be so do you find yourself a lot more now this is the second time you've mentioned playing something that's not out yet are you getting more into that getting more into putting your financial support behind a title that maybe couldn't get off the ground if there weren't people like you to do it is that kind of the direction you think you're going with your games the dead honest truth is 80% of what I spend my time on is doing that. Yep. Is back in, in, in Kickstarter and stuff. So what, what should people be out there looking for? What games do you really want to get Kickstarted? Because I, I donated to Castlevania. That's the only game I've given money to. But I gave, And it's not even Castlevania. It's, it's uh, whatever his, his next pet project something is. Something Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night or something. Because it looks like Symphony of the Night. 
Uh, so, <coughs> the dead honest truth is, I guess I'm kind of bigoted towards Steam. Um, so let me let me let me say that straight out, and that I don't go out and shop on, the, on these open marketplaces and GOG and GMG and all these other crazy places to buy games. So, um, I use Steam as my green light, as my kind of market to, to fund any games give it or take it but uh the dead honest truth is what draws me into buying a, an indie game isn't have anything to do with what i prefer or what i like it i kind of I, I kind of approach it as i'm surfing these games I, i'm looking for a specific genre like Hey, I want to see a strategic game. I want to see a, a management game. I want to see a, a first person, whatever. And uh, I've been really impressed with with what some of these folks have brought. I'd really be curious to see: is it a one man studio? Is it a five man studio? Does it take fifty people to do it? But like something like Goddess or Godus or whatever, how the fuck you say it. I wonder how many people it really takes to bring a game like that to market these days. What do you think? I I don't know. How much does like a big studio have? Because Super Meat Boy was two dudes. Is that right? Have you not yeah. seen that documentary? If you haven't, you have to watch it. Like 50 or 60 people. I didn't realize that at all. That uh, would a game. You Holy have to watch uh, – it's no, called I... Indie Game the Movie. God, how the fuck – how does – how do you get the jumps in that game perfectly like that as a two-man studio? Two-man studio. That's One fun. guy did the art. The other guy did the programming. I think they both kind of programmed the game. But, yeah, it was two guys. I wow. want to say the guys doing No Man's Sky as a small team, too. And you've seen that, haven't you? Yeah. I have not. Oh, you need to look into that. I think you have, for me, three. But, Brad, it looks unfucking believable like a universe that completely is randomly created by math where any planet you land on can have any sort of other it's like star trek dude your yeah, world and my uh, world are going to be completely different what's the name of that no, no man's sky okay yeah yeah yeah. i've heard of that it's been people have been talking about that for two years now at, at least. least okay okay so what about hatred Fill me in. I don't even know what hate is at PC. Oh my god! You didn't hear any of the controversy around this shit? No. Tyler? Nope. I sure haven't either. I'll be goddamn. What do you play as Hitler? <laughs> no, no, no. It's one of those games. <laughs> the that... Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> no, fuck. It's one of those games that suckered me into the. That's the most violent, crazy shit of all time. And if you buy this, then people are going to knock on your door that you're a Satan worshiper, you know, kind of game. Is that like their hook, though? Is that like their marketing ploy? Like, you won't believe how disturbing this is. <laughs> yeah, and it was this 3D. It was a, a third. How do I describe it? It's an isometric game, right? So it's kind of a you're looking at it as an angle, right? And okay. you're just you're a dude walking through, gunning down motherfuckers, right? So think of Hard Boiled or any of the John Woo movies, but you're playing the video game. That doesn't right? seem like too disturbing, though. Well, you know, people have a hard time with a bunch of crippleds being gunned down in a hospital, Eric. 
Um, you didn't tell you us. You didn't tell us that part of it, though. Like, I mean, because well, we, we, we got a game called Stranglehold that was exactly like a John Woo movie. It that's came. why. I, hey, I said it's a John Woo movie. So when I say a John movie, what I mean is you got to get used to a bunch of motherfuckers getting gunned down in cold blood. Well, I mean, but isn't that every Call of Duty? I don't know. It depends on what side you believe in. Um, Let's, Let's not solve that morality, okay? It's getting late. <laughs> it's not about morality for me. You painted this as some game that would really disturb the shit out of me. I I think we're so numb. I mean, did you play Mortal Kombat? That's, that's our generation. I did play Mortal Kombat. Jesus, and... some of those fatalities, man. I was just like, wow. <laughs> How far has that come? Well, the funny shit is, as I show my kids those fatalities, and they're like, what? That's crazy, you know, it's no big deal. No, it, they're going to be even more numb than we are. All right, let's see. Let's look at this list here. Sid Meier, Beyond Earth. You guys into that? Turn-based strategy? Yeah, I, I've i played a lot of the other, like, civilizations. Um, did, you play, did you play Beyond Earth, the new pack? No, I haven't played Beyond Earth yet, though. Is it good? Oh, yeah, that's one of those I've played a bunch of. If you like Civ Five, it, it's it's a lot of the same. It's some new stuff and some, you know, different twists and things like that, but it's, it's worth the money. I enjoyed it. Okay, because it came out, and I just happened to randomly walk into a store the day it came out, and my brother is huge into any, like, real-time strategy any kind of strategy game and i almost picked it up for him and i'm glad i called him first because he's like oh i had it pre-ordered it's already yeah. done downloading and i'm playing it right now yeah what do they what do they call that a 4v4 or 4x4 whatever they talk about grid-based strategy right but yeah i get you yeah so i don't i didn't get to play it but i'll definitely check it out it's probably dropped in price anyways oh yeah, yeah for sure because it was 60 oh, bucks Solid title. So, yeah, so going down through this list here, Stone Hearth. Did you guys play that? Is that a cooking game? No, it's, uh, yeah, so they've, um, God, what's the, what's the technology called? People have gotten into this, um, building technology. Stone Hearth and a few of these games. I don't know what it, I don't, I don't, I don't know the term right now, but, but basically, it's a, a Minecraft-style game where you end up building structures and building things based on a certain spec in a certain dimension. And so Stone Hearth is one of these indie-style games that, um, you know, you, 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 you kind of direct a village based on indirect actions. Hey, here's a, 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 an oven with some food. And a guy ends up baking stuff out of it. You get it? Kinda, yeah. It, it seems to have that same sort of micromanagement appeal, I guess, that I just don't get into. Yeah, you're you're not big into that. No, right? I, 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 need, I don't know. Arcadey, fast, quick. I wonder. I wonder if that's a having kids kind of thing, because having a child, you build all these patterns into this kid and then eventually what you do is you let this kid go to see how those patterns work in the real world and maybe that's what i like about all these simulator games is it helps me feel like i'm a better parent 
Hey, if it's working, it's working for you, right? <laughs> that's that's. I mean, that's all that really matters. No, and I, I think I like that. Oh, loved it, man. Of course. I mean, that's. But and you can always readjust too. Maybe I need to try more games like that. I think the problem is too, Brad. Is the PC is where those titles are. Uh, here's here's what I think we should do. You know, when it comes down to it, your Mac crashed. You have your PC hooked up. I do. We need to hook you up with a Steam account. I have one. All right, then. You need so to the next time, the next time I'm in town, or if we do a remote desktop, I can log in. And what I found out is that if I've logged in to Steam on your PC, you can stream all of my library. Uh, I don't think it's just if you've logged in, but there is a stream you can set up i think it's three friends and family that you can whenever you're not playing a game anyone who's linked to your steam as a friend or family can play any game in your library all i know is if it's is as that it's worked out to get a couple of friends of mine know to buy several titles like uh sunless sea and some of these other indie titles so yes i know it I'll uh, I'll try to hook up Steam tonight. But you but I mean we talked about this shit last time I was at your place. And I'm like, still playing console all the time. Well, it's because I think your PC is still spectacular. Because I don't care about it. I never right. have. It's I I mean I know that there's a lot of good games on computer. I just feel like there's still stuff on again that I've skimmed over on the one this year that I need to play. I, I just don't know if, uh, if if micromanagement simulators are, are going to be up my alley, but I, I'm definitely willing to try them. <laughs> well, from a console perspective, I wonder if surfacing some of those titles that have launched has been a... I think there's been a challenge in exposing some of those things in the marketplace. Did you play The Escapist? That's one that I really didn't think I would like that I ended up loving. Yeah, I... I've tried a couple of times to play it, but I haven't got into it. And I think the reason why is because I'm such a fan of Prison Architect on the PC. Okay, yeah. I, I think The Escapist, even though it is set in a prison, is probably a completely different type of It's 100% different, but... You know, when you have one or the other, you judge the other, right? Completely. And I am such a, a such a huge fan, and have so much time invested in Prison Architect. It's hard to switch to Escapist. But I I think I own it on the Xbox, and I think I own it on the PC now, because <laughs> they were on sale both times, and you told me to buy it. Yeah, because I, I really enjoyed it. I still haven't finished it. I think I'm on like the third prison, but uh, I I really like the game, and it's it's yeah, kind, think, kind of a Minecraft a style to it. It's very it's Minecrafty. The problem with me is. I have a family member in prison, so it's hard to play all these prison simulators and shit when you know you got somebody you know in jail. Uh, that is, you know, very true. I, I can't say that I, <laughs> I know anyone in jail right now. Um, or no, maybe one guy. I don't know if you oh, got oh. out, but definitely not the same person you know, though. So, <laughs> um, but no, I think we're going to uh, we're going to wrap it up here in the bit, K. Brad. Anything that you really dying to mention because you've mentioned about 30 titles tonight that i need to go look up and do some research on anything else you're either excited about this year or that i need to play 
on PC even before I start putting lists together. Nah, I mean, not at all. Okay. Okay. It's all PC based. I guess that's what the problem is. Is that we're the, yeah? I spent a lot of my time sitting in this chair right here. So, hey, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, uh, like I think you've always said, you want to keep gamers gaming, right? So you're gaming, one way or the other. And I do enjoy the Xbox One streaming on this PC. I've, I've been able to enjoy a little bit more Xbox than I usually do, but. But the bottom line is, I'm a, I'm a keyboard mouse guy. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Tyler is, too. Tyler plays, I think, a lot more PC than he does console. So. Makes you wonder why they haven't done that on the Xbox yet. Why they haven't recognized that as their base. As soon as we start getting the cross-platform functionality between the PC and the Xbox that they promised at E3, I guarantee you we will get a mouse and keyboard for the one. Yeah. There's no way that you can compete on a, on a pad with someone that has a mouse and keyboard and a first person shooter. It's just not it's it's not feasible. I mean, I think it's foolish to not unlock some of the Dota and some of the other championships on the Xbox and draw folks to that simply because you don't have X you know, a keyboard support. No, so. and I think they're gonna have to um, and, th- and that's what Microsoft said. They want to integrate their PC and their console community. And I think it's I, I don't think that they know how much of a challenge that's going to be. It's kind of the smartest move in like having like multiple systems with integration and the ability to play the titles on whatever your preference is. I mean, that's that's huge cuz I would love it if I could just plug in an Xbox One, throw it in a corner and stream everything to my PC. Well, that's what Steam promises, right? Yeah, uh, well, they do it kind of differently because they have uh, the Steam console, which is kind of backwards from what I want because, well, actually, maybe not because uh, it is like, it, it's kind of nice too because you can buy a little console and then stream all of your Steam games straight to your TV. Right. So that way, you know, if you like playing console. Is that out now? They have different uh, I think a few too. different versions are, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and soon they're coming out with an operator-ish, right? Yeah, they have different like cap- uh, different specs, so you can buy some from you know just a basic company for like five five hundred bucks, or you can buy an Alienware one if you're really into being stupid and wasting money. And you know, well, and they also have just a like a streamcast kind of thing, right? Where it's just a redirect from the power of your PC to some video console right yep yep so um they're also shield or something like that i haven't messed around with nvidia shield but i do know what you're talking about that's so many different different things yeah well i'll have to look into that then because that sounds more up my alley than sitting in front of a a pc if i could play if i could stream it on my tv i'd be a lot more apt to do it I think we'll get you hooked up in a way where you can play your PC games on your TV within within the next year at least. And I bet we could do it now. So, Yeah, what's it called? Steam Big Screen or Big Picture Edition or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the Big Picture of Steam. It's kind of a version that they made to be... They put a graphical user interface that's similar to a console and everything. 
Okay. And, yeah, you can hook up a controller, and it tells you which games have controller support. Um, yeah, we'll get you hooked up for sure. All right. Well, next time you come visit, Brad, I should have some some PC gaming ability on my TV, and we can uh, we can sit down and wreck some of that. Okay. Man, if that actually happens, I will be impressed. Hey, well, you just let me know when the next time uh, next time you're going to be in town. I'll make sure the that last I time get you off my ass. See, dude. God, Lee, that was Buford. I mean, that was a long time ago. Warcraft. Days. I built it for you. It's still running. It's running behind me. And you, you, what was the, what was the MMORPG you wanted to play at the time? What was that? Do you remember? Wow. Yeah, Warcraft. No, it wasn't WoW. It was something else. Pretty sure it was WoW, man. Oh, no. It was like Star Wars, the Old Republic, or something like that. That was later, though. It was later. Was it Star Wars Galaxies? No. There was something. I never played Galaxies. Not a lot of people play Galaxies. I there like was something games. Eric wanted to play that I built that game for. No, oh, it's it, still running, dude. It's it's running right behind me. It wasn't WoW. It was something else. I mean, it wasn't running the last time I was your place. I thought it didn't even boot up. Oh, no. It, it boots. It, it runs. It's running fine. I've been using it for a couple weeks since my Mac crashed. I was going to say it's because you're Mac. You've been using the Mac instead. Uh, I'm, I'm about to buy another Mac, so. Weak. I should eh. just buy a PC instead. No, I don't want to have to fuck with it. My Mac lasted for five years and no one had to touch it. That <laughs> is worth all the money in the world to me. We can just buy you a good PC and I'll optimize it and then it'll be the same. No, and it'll it'll crash within six months. All I have to do is watch one bit of porn and it's done. No. Uh, yes, the crazy shit that Eric did too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I trust me. If I were to do a commercial for Mac, it would be like, watch as much porn as you want. You're not going to crash. <laughs> that's that's the right, best man. endorsement. Yeah, on that note, uh, we will be ending here from the BitCave. Um, anyway, we've got a couple really good episodes coming up. One I'm not going to talk about. One I will talk about, though, our Halloween episode with Real Bloody. They are producing a movie right now called Strip Club Massacre. We're going to be involved uh, promoting that forum, talking horror movies with Bob and BJ, which is going to be fantastic. Look out for that episode. The goal, actually, for that episode is to launch on Halloween. So that'll be coming. Uh, the other episode I've got coming up uh, next week, not going to talk about yet, but it's going to be a really good one. We're going to kind of get out of video games for a week and talk to someone that, uh, that reviews movies. Going to do a little bit of movie cast anyway, so there's your spoiler. Um, thank you so much, Reap. As always, you are a you know, welcome guest here. Good talking games with you. The only person I know that can bring up game titles I've never heard of, and that, that says a lot. Um, so... Gracias, uh, you know, from us here in Colorado to you there in Atlanta. Across from me, Tyler Run, TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis, and we are out.